Welcome to the Overstated NFL Show, featuring Mike Lavery. I learned with the proper way to fold clothes. Steve Sabatini. This could be bad, Steven. This could be bad. Steven Reinman. They're not doing anything really well, but they're also not doing anything really bad. Joanna Johnson. I'm going to receive a lot of hate for this. Jason Olivo. When am I ever going to make a little uh, a bare paper towel holder ever again? And Bryce Finson. I would have liked the extra hour or two of sleep. The overstated NFL show. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, and welcome to the overstated NFL fantasy show. It's me, it's me, it's Mike Lavery. Back, I took a couple weeks off. I don't know if you're in the group, you saw we had some personal stuff. My wife had a really bad accident. We've been in and out of the hospital, whatever. But she's in surgery right now, so I had time. I thought I'd record a quick mailbag episode so I wouldn't get rusty. I'm sure, like, if Joanna wants, it would be awesome if she wanted to record an episode this week with somebody. But I want to do this one just in case. Make sure we're being consistent. So I, gra- I gathered some questions, and I'm going to answer them. It's a really important week. Some playoffs started this week. Because some sites like, I think, Yahoo and Sleeper, they didn't really adjust for the extra week of NFL. So there's still some teams on bye this week, some NFL teams in playoff starts. So it's re- that really sucks for the people that have players like Jonathan Taylor or Patriots running backs. But it sucks if you have these people, uh, Carson Wentz, that you're relying on and you're not going to have for the playoffs just because they haven't had a bye. But it's also like in your advantage because maybe you got more regular season wins because you didn't miss Jonathan Taylor during your regular season. But obviously, here we are now. And then for people that aren't in the playoffs, it's probably your last week before the playoffs start. So it's really important to get that win. So actually, I'm going to talk about my leagues real quick. So I'm in six leagues. Five of them made the playoffs. The one I didn't make the playoffs is the overstated league that I'm in. It was We drafted that one the day before the season. So it was... The last one I did, and a lot of my teams are very similar, so I wanted to zig, uh, and it def- definitely didn't pay off. I took Saquon in the first. I had the last pick in the first round. Jonathan Taylor was my first-round pick in every league that I could get him. Jonathan Taylor wasn't there. I took Saquon. I also took Michael Thomas, and oh, there was someone else I took that was hurt too, but I basically got zero out of those players. It really killed me. Uh, the playoffs started this week, and I missed it by one game. So who knows if we had another week, what would have happened? I had a trade that got vetoed, the only trade that got vetoed this year, um, because the team I was playing against made a big uproar that week. But I was going to get CD Lamb and give Freeman and Allen Robinson, because they're a Bears fan, and Zach Moss. Obviously, Zach Moss has been shit. Allen Robinson hasn't done much. But Freeman has outscored CD by himself already. And everyone was saying that. He's the number three running back for the Ravens, so why is he worth it? But you know what? He's the number one running back for the Ravens. He is their best touchdown option, and he's done really well. So it sucks I didn't get to make that trade, and I missed the playoffs by game, and the season ended a week too early. But it's okay. I made it in my five other leagues. Two of them are the overall top scorer. Those two I have buys. And then the other ones are maybe wild card or maybe a buy. We'll see how this week plays out. So that's exciting. I'm also in the middle of a startup dynasty baseball draft, 30 teams. So that's exciting. But let's let's hop into these questions. 
The first one is from Cam Mitchell. So he has Herbert as their fantasy QB. But Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both on the COVID list. Should he panic and find a replacement? So I wouldn't. Herbert is going against the Giants, who have the 26th toughest defense for fantasy quarterbacks this year. But that's just because their run defense is so bad. Herbert's still going to be like a top five quarterback this week. I honestly, for most fantasy quarterbacks, I don't have too much concern when they are missing their weapons. They always find ways to get it done, especially the elite ones like Herbert is. So I would not panic. If you are looking at waivers, like there's not really anyone on waivers I would really consider, except maybe Taysom, but I'd still rather have Herbert. Everyone else, uh, like Taysom, even, even hey, maybe he'll be like 15th overall this week where Herbert will be like top 10 easily. So no, I would not panic. So this other person we're sticking with the quarterbacks. I think this might also, no, this might not be from Cam. I forget who this is from. I didn't, some of these I didn't crop the name in because I'm stupid because I just cropped the questions they asked and they want to know russell wilson or teddy bridgewater this week teddy has a really good matchup against detroit top 10 matchup for for quarterbacks and wilson's going against houston they're right in the middle they're 16th so it's a little better for bridgewater but i would go with wilson especially with we're seeing a lot of the seattle running backs be out be injured be covid whatever i just think that wilson's going to put a lot on his shoulders this week and he's going to will that team to victory the the stats don't necessarily bear out that he's go- improving, like he's going up. And- but I just have a hunch that the way that the injuries are going, that we're going to see a lot better week from Wilson. And Teddy Bridgewater is fine in that good matchup, but I also think that they're going to run all over Detroit. So I'd go with Russell Wilson. I think going after Teddy Bridgewater is too much, like you're thinking too much about it, and that's when you tinker and you get yourself into trouble. So this person, he wants to know if David Montgomery will play. If not, should he play Osborne with Thielen out? PPR flex. So I would not play Osborne over Montgomery. What I would do, I would drop, I would drop Osborne and pick up Khalil Herbert. Monty plays, start Monty. If Monty doesn't play, you start Herbert. Herbert did really well this year when he filled in. So, like, I know... Even in PPRs, I always lean and flex towards running backs unless it's a high-volume back, unless it's a high-volume wide receiver, or it's a garbage back. Bless you, Bean. So this question is Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson? So back-to-back Russell Wilson. Same with Bridgewater. Kirk Cousins is probably better than Bridgewater this week. He's going against Pittsburgh tonight. Pittsburgh 15th best for QBs, and like I said, Wilson 16th best. Same reason, especially like Thursday nights on top of the me liking Wilson this week's injuries. I can hear being in the background. I had to give him a toy so he would stop barking and there's like treats in it and he's like shaking it trying to get the treats out. So I, I apologize. But Thursday nights, passing attacks always seem to be hampered. It's usually better for running games. So sometimes you'll see one go off if one team totally gets out schemed in the short term, but I'd go Russ. Next person wants to know, in a dynasty, 12 teams, super flex, would you trade James Robinson for 1-4 next year? They're out of the playoffs. I 100% would. So even though Robinson has been fine, people didn't think he was really fit into Meyer's system, and they drafted Travis Etienne, who missed the whole year. So 1-4 one, like, one next year could be, especially in a super flex, you know, you could get the top quarterback, or you could get, you know, Great wide receiver, great running back they could have for years. 
And then you, Robinson might not even have the starting job. If he does, it might be a timeshare. So I definitely would, especially if you're out of it. I don't see the downside. That one's simple. This person has another quarterback question. Bottle, barrel, QB play, six points for touchdown passes, Big Ben or Cam Newton. So Big Ben's going against Minnesota tonight. It's the ninth best for quarterbacks, and Cam's going against Atlanta, the fourth best for quarterbacks. And I did just say that it won't be good Thursday nights, but since this is six point passing touchdowns, I think this favors Ben. Cam hasn't done great passing. I just think Ben will put up more points. Cam, he doesn't excite me at all. I'm not confident in him. I mean, neither of these guys excite me. I'm not confident either of them, but the six point passing today, I think, does favor Ben. So this one is Flex PPR, AJ Dillon versus Devontae Freeman. So, so Dillon's going against Chicago, 16th best running attack. And Foreman is, um, he's going against Jacksonville, which is the 12th best for running backs. Dylan's got to compete with Jones. I really think that Foreman is the guy going forward for for the Titans, which you know isn't great. But Dylan, you have you need a touchdown for him to be productive fantasy wise. If Jones is playing, Foreman can get that those points anyways. It's just safer to go with Foreman. Yeah, that one's pretty simple too. Would you drop Joe Burrow for Julio Jones? Burrow is my back behind Herbert. Full PPR. I already have a good wide receiver through depth. I would. You're much more likely to need Julio going forward than you will Burrow. You're probably not going to pinch Herbert for Burrow ever, and it never hurts to have enough depth at the skill positions. That is also a pretty simple answer for me. This next one. Start Javante Williams or Alexander Madison. We're getting a lot of Thursday night questions, so I hope people can hear this before the game tonight. Madison is going against Pittsburgh tonight, the 10th best for running backs, and but Williams is going against Detroit, third best. It does seem like Cooks is going to play. So if Cooks is going to play, it's 100% Javante Williams. Even if he doesn't play, I might still go Javante Williams. Just It's such a good matchup. I like Madison when he is the only guy. I don't know if that's going to be the case. It's on a short week. Go with Javante Williams against Detroit, who I think they will run all over. Next is from Justin, PPR League. Who do you start of the Tennessee Titans backfield? They have Foreman and Hilliard. So I would go Foreman. Hilliard was more a replacement because Nick Nichols got hurt and he was more the receiving back. Foreman's going to be the guy. That's who you started. Even if it's PPR, I think he's going to get more work. Chris wants to know if vaccines magnetize your blood. They don't. Um, the reason things stick to people, like coins, like will stick to people. It's because those people are sweaty and salty and gross. So yeah. Alice wants to know for Dynasty Outlook for Damian Williams or Ramonde Stevenson. As a Harris owner, should be looking to pivot to get Stevenson. Dynasty, it's even tougher. I would try to get both, see how it plays out. In the short term, though, Harris is the guy. Stevenson is going to need to jump him. It does seem like Stevenson fits their style better, but Harris is getting the bigger plays. They're both getting red zone looks. Like, the red zones seem pretty even. I would go Harris. But I would try to get both if you if like you're talking Dynasty, if you have the roster space carrying both over. Because next year, I could see Stevenson taking the job, but right now, Harris is the number one guy. They're both pretty good in the passing game. It's that it's like the toughest situation to really hammer out when it comes to dynasty, when it comes to running backs. But that team's going to run a lot. I think either one of them has at least flex play for this year and next year. One of them could take the job full-time. If one of them gets hurt or whatever, then... You know, they're low-end number one, high-end number two running back. But if they're both healthy, the way it's looking with Mac Jones, with that offense, 
I mean, they're not going to run 96% of the time like they did this week, but they're still going to run a lot. Even in the Tom Brady era, no one ran more in the red zone than the Patriots. So, you know, these two kids are going to be there for a couple years. Roll them both. This isn't a fantasy one, but Eric is still trying to convince people that Eli's better than Brady, which is laughable. And so he's hoping that Mac Jones wins the Super Bowl. That way, people will think it's all because of Belichick. And I, I think it was more Belichick. I, like, I, I love coaches. <laughs> so, like, I think Belichick is the GOAT. But I brought up the fact that before Peyton came along and Brady came along, that people thought Montana, Montana was the GOAT. And then Steve Young came in and won Super Bowls, and nobody stopped saying Montana was the GOAT. And then he tried to tell me that Young was better than Montana. And that, that's, even, that's, just, that's not as ridiculous as thinking Eli's better than Brady. But it's pretty ridiculous. No one says Steve Young is better than Joe Montana. One other main thing that came out of this week, that's not fancy related at all, and it's the meme where Gardner Minshew is who, who Baker Mayfield pretends to be, which I thought was really funny, and so I'm getting really mad at that. I thought we were shitting on Baker, and we shit on Baker all the time. But I think that's more about Baker's personality than his skills. Baker thinks he's... Like, Baker thinks we're laughing with him when we're laughing at him. Baker thinks he's got swagger. Baker thinks he's a gunslinger. He's not any of those things. He might not even be a franchise quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's the best quarterback this franchise has had in jesus ever question mark but i don't know if they pay him they're gonna be in trouble they if he's one of the top five paid quarterbacks which they always are when they're resigned on their second contract just by the timing and everything they're gonna be in a lot of trouble don't be able to build a team around him so yeah i mean people are still arguing about i'm looking right now but this guy anthony he's just really about hurt that people can say anything bad about baker baker's not good he's had four seasons one has been good yeah, all right. I mean, that's all I got to talk about. That was a pretty brief episode. I got to go anyways because Shannon's getting out of her surgery. I really hope that Bean didn't make too much noise in the background. I hope to edit out a lot of barking. He's getting more and more senile. But the, So, you know, if, if you're going to try to win it all this year, try to win it for Bean. You know, because this might be his last fantasy playoff, 15 years old, barking all day long. So do it for Bean. Good luck this week, and let's hope you win it all.